0: Welcome to KCR Features, where you can hear what the locals are up to.
1: Good morning, and now my next guest is Neil Riley.
0: Hello, how are you, Ben?
1: <laughs> Who well, I think people will know.
0: <laughs> I hope so. And uh, how are you? How are you this morning? Uh, look, I'm, I'm feeling a bit rough, to be honest. Um, I'm, yeah. I'm getting a little bit uh, sick of being sick, if you know what I mean.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, I've had a, you know, a, a pretty good trot, and uh, I just want to be 100% now, uh, yeah. and it's, uh, it's just a bit frustrating. But uh, I travel up to Sydney tomorrow, and hopefully they'll disconnect me from a few yeah. things, and uh, I should be right. Well, I, I really hope so. We wish you the best. Um, but thanks so much
1: for coming for coming in this morning. It really is good of you. Um, I am going to play some Bob Dylan for you. Now, you've asked for this one. Yes. This is the Subterranean Homesick Blues.
0: Johnny's in the basement. Mix up medicine. I'm on the pay-bent. Think about the government. two bad, kids. Something you did. God knows when, but you're doing it again. Better duck down the alleyway looking for a new friend. A man, trench coat dipped out laid I Say he's got a bad cop. Wants to get paid up. Wants a $11 bill. You've only got 10. <laughs> yeah, I like that song.
1: Let's play it. And that was Bob Dylan, Subterranean Homesick Blues and that was Bob Dylan again with Hurricane at eight minute track, sorry about that Neil
0: That's alright, we're too much happened. Bob Dylan's. Oh, fairly enough <laughs> I
1: not know what we were doing but we also had a little bit of rap there absolutely, from our Mayor, which is a first <laughs> here at KCR um, It is 8.18, eight you're listening to Karma Community Radio, I'm Bernie Hems and I'm going to be with you until 9 and our Mayor Neil Riley is with us now Neil, what have you got on this week, what's happening what's key, what's important
0: Look, uh, Today, uh, late on this afternoon, uh, we're meeting with the community members of our two new uh, committees. Uh, just to uh, kind of introduce each other to each other yeah. uh, and to make sure that everything starts off on a nice even keel. Uh, they'll be uh, charged with getting their terms of reference together in the next couple of weeks. And uh, I just want to have a bit of a chat to them, and I'm sure they'll want to have a chat to me. So mm-hmm. it's uh, a fairly informal but a but a good thing. Okay. Uh, the other thing we're doing sort of later on in the week, and uh, that's going to be well, maybe even next Tuesday, um, we have a, a code of meeting practice, and it's a fairly complicated thing. And it's how... It's basically the rules by which our meetings are uh, are held. And there's a lot of misunderstanding, and uh, and I'm not just saying it's the councillors, it's myself as well. Uh, And we're going to have a real close look at that, make sure that we've got things right. Uh, And it's it's arcane and it's difficult, but it's the sort of rules that have been in place for years and Mm. years, and it it works. So we want to get a good handle on that.
1: Okay. Um, I I want to ask you about the new hospital because it's it's going to be the hospital for all of us, isn't it? I mean, this is going to be where we're going to go. And um, I've had several conversations with people. It sounds like it's going to be this really amazing, bright, shiny hospital i know that speaking to gareth he was concerned about a helipad and he was concerned about a maternity wing sure. those are the things that he was concerned about but some other people have also said they're concerned about for example the impact on the minimara river once it's built yeah. are you aware of all of the all of that Look, and i, issues I am. around that i,
0: I am and uh, look thanks for raising it uh, i'm uh, i'm very concerned about the hospital for a number of reasons um First of all, it's it's outside of our local government area. So Mm -hmm. in terms of planning, there's not much input we can have. However, I'm the leader of this community and there are 26,000 of us. And those 26,000 people in our LGA are right in the catchment for that hospital. So I think that we form a fairly good stakeholder group. Um, It's going to be built right near our very delicate... Little River, yep. the Yeah. Yeah. Now that Minamara has been under assault mm. for some time, people wanted to build a boardwalk there and, and destroy literal rainforest and uh, and uh, other other. Uh, Trees and and scenic beauty and the cost of it was unbelievable. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have Boral who are very keen to dig all the sand out of our little river and it's it's under a lot of pressure and it's a tiny little river and it's the most beautiful thing. Uh, I'm I'm very concerned for the environmental aspects of it. On another uh, practical side of things, 26,000 of us are going to use that hospital. Mm. It's going to be difficult to get to.
1: Yeah, it's can can I just stop sure. you on the on the the aspect of the river though? Um, what can be done now? So this this hospital is in process. Yep. What can be done now to save that beautiful river? We're the number one town in Australia, yeah, for all sorts of reasons, and and one of them being that we are the most beautiful town, and we want to keep it that way. And our river is the most beautiful river. What can we do right now to
0: to to stop? what may happen sure look i think that what we have to do is understand what might happen yeah understand the impacts now i believe that new south wales health have got an environmental impact statement uh to do with the uh, the building of that and we need to look at i haven't seen it yeah but i think that i should be given that right uh, as representing a great catchment area, a huge the
1: catchment area that's going to. So be, I want to have it? a look yeah. at that
0: now. An environmental impact statement is only done with work that is considered to be state significant work. Now, that's that's kind of important for a number of things. One is that there's there's high environmental standards that must be met, but the other thing is that third parties can object to uh, development applications that have a state significant uh, mm. uh, status. So that means that we may be able to have more than just a, a, a kind of quiet voice in the background. Mm. We can uh, we can step in boots and all and see how that's going. Uh, I've uh, I've spoken to uh, to Ryan Park uh, about a number of things, and this is going to be one area that I would like to speak to him again about, mm. uh, because I haven't seen the plans. I haven't seen what the impacts may be. Yeah. It would be foolish of me to just what. Like the slate, and just say, "Oh, yep. that's that's it." Yep. But I think that we have a legitimate place at the table, and I'm very keen to uh, to have a, a good look at what's planned and how it's going to work. Not only from from an environmental point of view, but as I said, a practical point of view. It seems mm-hmm. to be off Broadway. It's 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 not exactly easy to get to. Mm. Um, it's seven hundred million dollars worth of hospital. Uh, I hope that uh, it's going to provide. Uh, access to not only the people who need the hospital for, for medical care, but those who are visiting and, and, yeah. and that sort of thing. Yeah. So, look, I'm, I'm, I'm very concerned about it. I'm glad to see that it's been um, planned well by the, uh, the New South Wales Health but I want to see those plans. I want yeah. to have a look on behalf of our community. Yeah.
1: So my next question, Neil, for you is, um, I'm not sure if you remember, but I did actually uh, interview you on a protest that we were on together yes. on one occasion not so long ago where we went to Parliament House in Sydney and we had a whole group of all sorts of people on the bus with us and we were protesting against the development of the 400 houses in South Kiama and... Um, in fact, I remember it very clearly because we had placards and all yes. sorts of things. And I remember an armed vehicle appearing from yes. somewhere yes. with armed guards. And uh, we said, what's, what's the matter? And they, they were worried that we were going to glue ourselves to the railings.
0: Yes. <laughs> I <seem to> remember. <laughs> it, it wasn't <laughs> going to happen, though, really. <laughs> And, and and if we did, <laughs> do you think an armored car might help? I know. I, I don't think so. But
1: it was very funny, I have to say. But we were there because we were in sync with each with everybody on the bus. Yeah. From all 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 manner of political spectrums yeah. was agreeing that this shouldn't happen, but it's happening, isn't it, Neil? It's it's going well, to it,
0: happen. It it is, and twice council have knocked it back for very very sound reasons. Mm. Um. We know that there is a housing shortage. We know that there is a lack of affordable housing in our area. But this is certainly not the answer. The idea is to turn uh, those beautiful green rolling hills into concrete Mm. to have no streets that go in and out properly mm. to bring all of those houses. You can imagine four hundred lots, there's probably going to be six hundred houses. Yep. Six yep. yep. yeah. Oh, 600 uh, houses. Yeah. Oh, six hundred houses. Yeah. Oh we're talking uh, a lot of people. Gosh. Yeah, yeah. And and two point three people per house. Yep. Probably one and a half cars per uh, per house, house. and they're all going to feed into that little saddleback road that Mm -hmm. leads past the high school. It's just nuts. Mm. There is no sewerage, there is no drainage, there is no water connection. There is also the heritage issue of um, Kendall's cemetery. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm particularly concerned about the damage that this is going to do to our tourism industry because when people come here, they come for the beach, of course, Mm. and and the and the absolute beauty of the place, uh, only to be confronted with uh, a a very ugly housing estate. Mm. Uh, I I can't see the logic of putting it where it needs where where they want it to go. Mm. Council has suggested many other options, many other options um, for housing. We talked about the um, the old quarry, uh, but that's a, that's a complicated issue. Uh, mm. But we we're, we're talking, you know, in the next ten to fifteen years. I think part of the problem. That we have uh, in in local government and the state has in state government, is that they don't think generationally. They think, oh, houses, quick, build them there. Yeah. Um, and look, I know that uh, some people believe that there's a lot of NIMBYism about, and uh, you know that's that's probably true to some extent. But on a very very practical extent, our planners agreed with the councillors. The councillors agreed with the staff. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, people from right across the political spectrum found that this was just inappropriate Hmm. now it's taken a long while to get nowhere and i'm hoping it's going to take a long time before anything happens there
1: right yeah um okay let's have a little bit more music hi carol goddard here for travel tales book reviews and talk about life in general join me Thursdays, two to four pm. The show's called Travel, Books and Life. Here on Kiama Community Radio. See you then. The time is eight thirty-five, and I'm chatting with Neil Riley, our our mayor. So Neil, I've noticed uh, particularly on Cayama. Uh, um, facebook page community page and um, you've got someone that that really uh, doesn't approve of what you do at all and uh, he's got plenty of things to say not least i think the curbside pickup of yeah. household goods that's one of his uh, main issues is that you you've not honored that
0: yes and that's uh, that's that's true um mm. as uh, i grew up uh, like uh, so many people in southern Sydney and uh, we always used to have a garbage collection and it would be sort of bulky goods and you're just sticking yeah. out the front and uh, you know the, uh, the the garbage guys would come and come and take it away and uh, I thought that that was something that we were missing and I know that there are a lot of people in our area who find it hard to, mm. to, to get to the points where they can yeah. drop it off um, and I was I, I guess I was wrong about that that part of the problem is that a lot of the stuff that is left on the curbside has to be picked up by other human beings and a lot of it's bulky and it creates a, an awful lot of workplace health and safety issues mm. for those who have to do it. There are sharp things there, there are heavy things that uh, uh, knock around people's backs and uh, I spoke to, uh, to Tony who was uh, sadly passed away but he was the head of our waste uh, area and I talked to him at length about this and uh, he said look it sounds all good Neil but in practical terms it's really bad for the workforce and it's bad for the area. We can arrange a better pickup service, and I think that's that's what's happened. Mm. Um, and and look, the guy is uh, is Rusty McCulloch, and he. Uh he really has a <laughs> has a, a, a bit of a thing you've against named me. Him. Oh, I've named him. You've um, named him. But I've offered Rusty uh, the opportunity to come in and have a chat whenever he likes. Um, he he invariably refuses that. And look, I'm not a hmm. an unreasonable person, and I'm certainly not a bully. Um, and I just, if he's got a real gripe, uh, I'd I'd love to hear what it is, and maybe we could do something about it. I mean, how how miserable could he be? Just every day looking for things that I do wrong. I mean. I'm kind of flattered in a way but <laughs> but but in reality it, it couldn't be good for him um, I it doesn't worry me too much we've um, we've had a uh, a lot of um, you know elections and that sort of stuff and I I, I reckon I've got a, a reasonable reputation in the in the community I'm not saying it's perfect by any means but uh, one one guy who has a has a gripe is one guy who has a gripe come and talk to me and we'll, we'll, we'll see if we can sort something out for you
1: Okay. Well, that's that's an offer on the yeah, table. Absolutely. All right. Okay. Brilliant. The time is eight forty one, and I'm delighted to have Neil Riley with me at the moment. And Neil, I've got a really key question for you. Sure. The stairs. Do you remember last week?
0: The bombo stairs. Yeah.
1: We talked about the stairs. What's happening with the stairs? Did you find
0: out? Yes, I did. <laughs> uh, the stairs. The stairs are uh, all uh, all but complete, and uh, the last stage is that. Uh, because we're a council, we're held to a, a higher standard, if mm. you like, of, mm-hmm. uh, of construction, and a construction certificate has to be issued. It has to be issued external to council, and we have no control over that. Mm. Um, and uh, we are just waiting for that construction certificate to come, and then we'll cut the ribbon. Okay,
1: perfect. All right, so we will we'll get to know very soon. Um, and then my other question to you is: um, things that matter to the people of Kiama, how do, we, how do we let you know what's important here? Sure. How, do we, how do you know when people are struggling? How do you know what the issues are for people and, you know, in a general capacity? What's, what's the mechanism that we have to tell you this is what's important or this sure. is what's
0: important? Look, the, the, the mechanism is, that it is multiple. Mm. Um, in my office, the door is always open. Yeah. Uh, people come up to pay their rates. People come up to have a whinge. Uh, people come up just to say hello. Um, you know, I you knew my dad, <laughs> that sort of thing. And people mm. feel quite comfortable to come into my office. Uh, I have works of local artists in there and I encourage people to come in and I can talk to them about that mm. and any other problems that they might have. Uh, I make myself fairly visible in the community. I'm, I, I don't sort of uh, hide away in some kind of ivory tower. Yeah. Uh, I <laughs> It's a, it's a cul-de-sac, actually. <laughs> uh, and uh, I, I, you know, I, I go to the league. I go to, uh, to so many, uh, so many mm-hmm. events and so many things that uh, our community goes to. The other thing to remember is that, that I'm a part of this community too. And I've seen, I've seen the struggles and I've seen the, the anguish and the difficulties people have had with council. Uh, I've seen some of the happiness that people have had with this council. And I, I don't ever want to lose touch with uh, with that people know that they can walk up to me in the street and say hello neil um i think you made a mistake in in whatever mm. and if i've made a mistake i'll bloody will say so uh but if it's a mistake that's hurt someone and it can be undone uh i'll, I'll fix it to the best of my ability mm. um my phone number is in the council um web uh my address is and so far I've had nothing but pleasant visits and phone calls. Wow. Uh, I don't have any uh, any uh, restrictions on my uh, my number or my or my contact. Okay. And uh, just like I mentioned with our friend Rusty, um, mm. if you've got a problem, give me a call. Mm. 0408 625 359. 0408 625 359 okay. and you'll find that the open door policy is real.
1: Okay so you're you're hearing a lot of of what the issues are what do you think uh, key issues are what do you think what are you hearing
0: look there are there are a lot of a lot of key issues and I think that one of them is that people like the character of this town and they do not want to see that character damaged mm. in any way uh, whether they've just come, from somewhere else or they've lived here all their life for generations the place has a real character and i've always said that uh, i moved here in 96 97 and i've been living in the wrong place all my life i love this area and i don't want to do any damage to that character of this town and we know that things grow and things change but we can do it in a managed way Mm. and if we do it together we get a much more cohesive community as a result Um, we've had the town uh, centre study we involved a lot of people uh, in that and I want to see some good come out of that I want to see some of the outcomes Uh, we've got our uh, community strategic plan we involved so many people uh, with that Uh, Mm -hmm. we don't want to be the kind of council that just does things on a whim oh we think this is a good idea let's go and do it Mm. so sometimes it takes a little bit longer but the result is always better
1: what about people who are struggling with the cost of living
0: at the moment?
1: What, what advice? You're talking about me.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> what advice can we? What advice can we give?
0: Look, it it, it, it is hard, and it is it is um, it's universal mm. uh, across not only our LGA but everyone's I know, LGA. Yeah. Um, I find that uh, I, I'm a bit of a student of economics, and I know what it's like to distribute finite resources
1: yeah
0: uh but you can't tell people you know you've got to do without your wheat picks and all of that mm. sort of stuff uh, one of the things that i've done and i know that it's a kind of a funny and maybe a little bit too trendy or whatever but i've got an electric car mm. um that that car doesn't need petrol and i've had it since uh, since june and I've, I've only had to charge it twice mm. since then um i know that uh there's things that you can uh, you can do this community uh, assistance. I know that our our churches and uh, a lot of our our community uh, uh, services are there to help people. Um, there's the country women's Association that uh, are, are very active in this part. The worst thing you can do if you're doing it tough is to do it tough alone and uh, it's so many people think that there's there's shame in this so many people calling out yeah yeah calling out yeah now, look uh, I know where I grew up was you know nobody had a cracker mm. <laughs> and mm. uh it was it was the community that that helped us get by for instance my dad was a barber in the uh, in the late 60s when everyone had had mm. long hair things were tough let me tell you mm. I uh, I wanted to go to university to do marketing and my mum said no you get a job son that's what you're doing mm. uh, i i know what it's like to be uh, to be tough not to yeah. have the bus fee to go home but yeah. I have to walk mm. um, but a problem shared is a problem halved mm. there are people and again if people want to want to speak to me about their uh, their their economic problems i'll do what i can i i don't have all the answers mm. but i've got a few good connections that may be able to help them
1: okay brilliant let's have some more music Sade and nothing can come between us. I love Sade. Do you love Sade, Neil? No.
0: (laughs) No, I like music.
1: (laughs) All right. (laughs) Um, I'm I'm always asking you about the problems, um, but I do want to mention to you that um, the libraries are amazing, and we talk a lot here about we're directing people to the libraries all the time because so much goes on. Sure. They're a real resource, aren't they?
0: Look, they it's it's one of the the real important aspects of the job of council uh, is to provide uh, to bri- provide good libraries with good people. Michelle Hudson is mm. our librarian and she is absolutely remarkable and well renowned uh, throughout New South Wales libraries. Uh, they do things from basically cradle to grave. They do. If if, if you if you have a, a newborn, they will send yep. books and they will help with that sort of stuff. Uh, as you go on, they'll help with reading. They have various uh, other community um, gatherings. Uh, they're, they're they're fabulous. And uh,
1: they have I, weekly little sessions weekly for sessions. all age groups. Absolutely. And lots going on. Yeah.
0: Yeah. There's uh, there's the cafes of death that they there have, are. There, which is really valuable for people who. Yep. You know, have to confront this. Yeah. Um, if I can get a little bit poetic, uh, <laughs> I, I, I wrote. I, I went to the library conference, and it was the first one that I'd went to. And uh, I think it was in uh, it was in Penrith, somewhere exciting like that. Uh, and we all had to write what we felt about our libraries and. It being a library conference, I was very, very concerned to write something rather highfalutin. <laughs> <laughs> something, yeah, you know, <laughs> the little kid from Caringbach <laughs> uh, could, could write something. And, and I, I, I remember what it was that I wrote. And it, it's, it's the truth about what I believe of libraries. And it's a library in the middle of a community. is a cross between an emergency exit, a life raft at a festival. They're cathedrals of the mind, hospitals of the soul, and theme parks of the imagination. On a cold, rainy island, there they are, the only sheltering place, the only public space where you're not a consumer, but you're a member of the community. And that's how I feel about libraries. Mm. They, they save us all.
1: And they have so much happening. Um,
0: you know. they're, they're busy, busy, busy people, but they do it with such aplomb i've always said i wish our planning department was like our library because if you walk into the library and you say look i've got a problem i am just retired and i haven't read much can you help me they will direct you to the books that are good for you they'll ask you what your interests are mm. they'll give you a stack of books some of them might be great some of them may not be great go away and and, and and tell tell us what you think of that as as opposed to when you walk into our planning department sometimes it's a it's a difficult story
1: um it's Charmian cliff's Uh, 100th 100th coming up so we've got a lot happening Um, I know that in tomorrow morning's uh, program uh, I think it's Carol's program tomorrow and she's going to be talking about Charmian but um, there's also going to be we've got a podcast that's going to be going out fabulous at 9.15 now she was an incredible writer an incredible uh, character more than
0: than gifted and she lived the life She did. She lived the life on on Greek islands with Leonard Cohen. She uh, did. Writing the way that she did in such descriptive uh, Mm. things. Little Kiama has produced a lot of Charmaine Cliffs. Not all of them are well known.
1: Mm. Bombo Beach. Yes. So my Bombo Beach. I live right next door to Bombo Beach. But that that was her playground, wasn't it? Yes, absolutely. And I read a poem that she wrote when she was eight years old. And it was incredible at Kaima Primary School. It was yeah. incredible. Eight years old. Uh, but what a life she had. So if people want to listen in, uh, certainly to Carol's program tomorrow between 7 and 9, and then the podcast at 9.15, uh, we'll learn all about Shami and her legacy. You're going to tune in, now. Absolutely. You? Neil, thank you so much for being with us. Everything has changed on the board here in front of me, which means that the time, the o'clock has come. It's nine o'clock and I have to finish. But thank you so much for being with me. And um, it's been great. And you're coming again next week, aren't you?
0: Absolutely. And I just must thank uh, Kama Community Radio and yourself, Bernie, for uh, uh, providing this opportunity. I think that sometimes when you just have an opportunity to speak to people directly, it's a lot better than writing a media release or anything like that. You can do it from the
1: heart. and we have got a text line, and I'm going to tell people what the text line: 0423132533. 0423132533. So, if you have got questions, send them in. Remember send that in. number, Rusty. <laughs> have a lovely day, Kayama. It's been a blast. For more KCR features check out our catalogue of KCR podcasts at kcr.org.au